turn in your Bibles to John 3 and 16. Say amen. John 3 and 16, a uh, very commonly quoted verse of Scripture. I'm sure most of us could quote it from memory, but it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son unto the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Let's ask God to come down into our midst tonight and that He opens our hearts and our minds to His Word. You may be seated. John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. If I could put a title on. A sermon this evening. This Tuesday night. It would be what love can do. Thought about getting a few quotations. About love. And say love is blind. And. Love this, love that. But uh, it's not the kind of love that I'm talking about. I'm talking about a love from God. The love that passeth all understanding. The love that, that He has bestowed upon us. But we read in John 3 and 16, it says, For God so loved the world that don't have to go into it in much detail tonight, but we all know what the scripture's talking about, how God was, was manifest in the flesh. He, was, he became the only begotten Son of the Father. Son being the flesh, God, the Father being the Spirit. But it says, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. We read different connotations of love in the Bible could ask me, I'd have to look up the different Greek words because I'm not a Greek theologian or somebody that can quote the stuff off the top of my head, but there's different loves in the Bible, love being a social love, one meaning um, a love that's a more dear or closer love. Jesus asked, told Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Ask it three times and Two of those times he asked, he was talking in a social sense. And, and finally, when he gets to the point where, where Peter is fed up with it, he says, God, you know all, th- or Jesus, you know all things. You know that I love you. 
That instance he was talking about a love that, that is a dear love, a love that is a close love, a, a, a love that is, is more than in a social sense. But the Bible says in 1 John 4 and 8, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. But he has the love that, that he, or he had love for us that he loved us so much that he was willing to come and die for our sins. He was willing to come and take on our transgressions, take on our iniquities. Question you might would get asked is if God is a God of love and of mercy, uh, does that mean that he just loves us so much that he'll overlook our sins, that, that he'll just kind of sweep it under the rug? But, but no, that is not a true statement because God loved us so much that he was willing to provide a way. He was willing to provide a way that we could obtain mercy. Mercy through his name. Mercy. Through the blood of Jesus. But, but he loved us so much that he was willing to provide a way of escape. We read in Isaiah 53. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of dry ground. He hath no uh, form nor uh, comeliness. And when he shall, or when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrow, it sorrows and acquainted with grief. And he lay, or and he hid as it were his, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. He was despised and rejected of men. Just, he was despised and rejected by man, by people just like me and you. He knew what sorrow and grief felt like. Said he was well acquainted with grief and sorrow. He knows what it's like to feel sorrow in your soul. He knows what it feel, feels like to have grief. He was despised. And men esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. He took upon himself all of our sorrows and grief. He was pierced. Through the side, he was nailed on the cross for our transgressions. Through his stripes, I was laid upon his back. We are healed. All like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. All of our sins, all of our transgressions, he took and he laid it on Jesus Christ. He took and he placed it upon himself and was willing to become that supreme sacrifice. He was willing to die for each and every one of them. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. 
He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he openeth not his mouth. He was going through extreme suffering. For me and for you. For what we did. He was taken. From prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generations. For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people. He was stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence. Neither was any. Descent in his mouth. Yet he it pleased the Lord to brush. Or Please the Lord to brush him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He was made an offering for our sins. He loved us so much. And he was willing to do all of this, to do all of that for me and you, that we could be saved. What kind of love was that, that, that he was willing to, to take on our transgressions? He was, he was willing to suffer sorrow and grief and pain and agony so that he could that he could be that offering for our sins. That, that he could be that supreme sacrifice. He did all of that because he loved us. Titus 3, 3-5. Three through five, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Disobedient. Deceived. Serving diverse lusts and pleasures. Living and malice, and envy, and hateful, and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. But according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. It was through the love of God. That he had towards us. That he provided a way for us to be saved. The love and kindness of God toward us. Is how we, he could provide a way of mercy. It was through his love. He died for us. Thereby making a way for mercy. If it wasn't for his love. He would have not robed himself in flesh. And died for our sins. God is a God of love. God's fundamental or attributes of God is He is a God of He is an eternal God. He's unchanging. He's be all present or He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. He's omniscient, knowing everything, omnipotent, having all power and authority. God has all authority. Over everything that there is. But the God that is love. The God that is all these things. Was willing to robe himself in flesh. Because he loved us. 
But without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on the world, and received up into glory. But without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. That that God that, that, is so, that has all these different attributes, he's all-powerful, all-knowing. Why would he choose to come down and die for my sins? He became a servant so that he could be lifted up. Philippians 2 and 8 through 11, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also high, or hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Everything under, in heaven and things in earth, the things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of glory. Or is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He came and took on him on the form of man and he humbled himself. He loved us so much that he was willing to do that to take on our sins. He did all this because he loves us. He did all that and he only asked for one thing in return. He said... In John 14 and 21, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. But he said, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Follow the words that I've given you. The Bible, the scripture that I've given you, follow it with your whole heart. Keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. He that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself unto him. If we love God, he's willing to manifest himself to us. He loved us so much that he was willing to take our sins upon himself. Could stand at this time. Ephesians 6 and 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ. In sincerity. It's the last verse in Ephesians. Paul was writing a letter to the church of Ephesus. And he tells them, grace of God. Or grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. If you have a love for God. If you have a love for the things of God. If you have a love and you want to keep his commandments, he'll give you the grace that you need. It's through grace, saved by, through faith by, or by, we all know the verse. But all he asks for us to have that grace is for us to love him.
with all of our hearts and to keep his commandments. We could only give, he gave all, he gave his life for each of one of us. It was through his love that he was willing to do that. We might obtain mercy. Through that love that he had for each and every one of us. That he showed his mercy towards us. All he asks is that we offer our meager, our meager love, our human love towards God. That we follow his commandments and do as he says. He will give his grace to us that will help us through the hard times, through the easy times. Grace that is sufficient. Aren't you thankful for that tonight, church? Aren't you thankful for the grace of God tonight? If we could just gather around the front and take some few moments to thank God for, for His love and kindness. me you healed me you called me from the grave give me a free love jesus you wash my sins away living like i'm forgiven you came and set me free that's what your mercy did for me found me you healed me you called me from the grave 